0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Man, we have had quite the college football start to this season. Approaching the midway point. Regular on this show, Daniel House, gophersguru.com. He joins us now here. Uh, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline, to talk some college football, not just gopher football, but to talk some other college football things as well. Uh, Daniel, always a pleasure to have you on the show.
2: Lake, it's always fun talking a little college football nationally versus just the golfers. Everybody wants to talk about the golfers, but I like <laughs> national college football too.
1: I know, man. Let's let's do them both. But let's start with the gophers, though. We'll start and then we'll transition to the national perspective here in a few minutes. But, yeah. but let's start with the gophers. This week, the opponent the Iowa hawkeyes uh, they had their bye week. Um, let, let's talk about, before we talk about specifically what Minnesota needs to do to win this game, let's talk about Iowa because all I hear is Iowa sucks, Iowa's not that good, Iowa's <laughs> got issues at quarterback. All I see is Iowa 6-1 and one in first place in the Big Ten West. So tell me about this Iowa team.
2: Lake, they have their formula for success. It's field position, flipping the field, having a very good punter, winning the field position battle, and playing very good defense. I mean, they're fourth in defensive efficiency right now in the country. They don't give up the big play, and everybody just executes at a high level. And then you look at the film offensively, and you just scratch your head going, how does this team consistently do this? Uh, offensively, they pass passing the football. Deacon Hill is in for Cade McNamara, and he's not mobile at all. So if you can get Iowa behind the sticks, back them up and blitz, I think that's the recipe for success, but they have their formula. They stick to it, and it might not be pretty, but it results in wins, and it, it's going to create a challenge for them when the realignment happens and you got these big powers coming in.
1: Well, Cade McNamara, you mentioned um, he is, is out for the year, but they also sounds like, according to Pete Thamel from ESPN, they just lost another tight end for the remainder mm-hmm. of the season. Eric, was it Eric All.
2: Eric All's out for the season, torn ACL, and they already lost Luke Lachey. So they're down two tight ends. Addison Estranga is the other tight end. He's been battling something, too. So they run a lot of three tight end sets. Uh, Eric All was a huge part of their offensive scheme. So now they're going to pivot and probably have to do some different things, lean on the run game, which uh, that was key against Wisconsin. They were able to run the ball in timely, way, timely fashion, get a couple one really big play to get the touchdown, and then they just leaned on their defense and the punter, which, I mean, the punter right now is the top guy in the country. I mean, it's unbelievable how that guy can flip the field and change games.
1: All right, so now we've we've known for a while in terms of Iowa, um, there's been a ton of respect for Coach Kirk Ferentz. We know that he's had a few years where he's been under the microscope. He's taken a lot of heat. Uh, his son's taking a lot of heat, too. But when you look at the the way that this, I guess, season's kind of playing out, how would you describe this coaching effort? Because to me, just on the surface, and I'm not going to sit here and say that I've watched a ton of Iowa football this year, because I haven't. But it would seem like they're probably getting the most out of their team in this specific 2023 season.
2: Sometimes you have to do what your playmakers do best, and how their rosters build, how it's structured in this landscape and the approach that they're taking, this is how they have to play. Good special teams, and defensively, Phil Parker, I think he's one of the best defensive coordinators in the country because he has his philosophy, he teaches it so well, they develop talent at such a high level on that side of the ball, and year to year, you don't see a drop-off because they have those guys ready, waiting in the wings, developing up, And offensively, like you said, Cade McNamara going down, having to pivot to Deacon uh, Hill, I mean, that creates a challenge just in itself. And then tight end room, which they had built a lot of their stuff around. I mean, it's hard to recruit wide receivers to Iowa just because of their style of play. I mean, if you have other options, you're looking elsewhere.
1: Yeah. We're talking to Daniel House, founder of Gophers Guru and Vikings Corner here on the Lakeshore News Talk 830-WCCO. Um, do you think that the Gophers have a shot at winning this coming Saturday?
2: I think it's going to take one of those performances where you got to get off to a quick start. Iowa's one of these teams where if you get them climbing, that's when you have success. you got to try to take that crowd out of the game. I mean, that environment, the Gophers haven't won at Kinnick Stadium since 1999. I was three years old. It's pretty crazy to think of that. But, you know, you, you, you look at this game, maybe a takeaway – is something Minnesota has to get to flip the flow of the game and get themselves in control. The fun fact stat is Minnesota, since 2019, is 10-1 and one in games where they have a rest advantage over their opponent, and that will be the case here against Iowa. But it won't be easy road environment against a team that's so disciplined. All
1: right, over the weekend, we had some, we had some really good games, okay? And the game that I was paying attention to um, was the Washington Huskies- hosting the Oregon Ducks. Great game. Uh it, it it came down to to late in the game. Washington just had a little bit more juice. Um I think that Washington is as good as any team in college football right now. I'd love to see them be a part of the college football playoff. Um what what do you think of Washington and what do you think of the Pac-12 overall? Who Man, they've been pretty awesome to this point. I know that a lot of people t- taking shots at the Pac-12 and all that but they've been arguably the best conference in America.
2: You look at the speed on the field, it's, it's impressive, and, they, and these coaches do such a good job of maximizing it. You mentioned Washington with Kalen DeBoer. Him and Ryan Grubb, I think they're two of the most creative and innovative offensive minds. They spread the ball around, they make formation adjustments, they use a lot of motion, and they make you defend every inch of the field. Washington only runs the ball like 33% of the time. But they use that quick passing games and the screens as an extension of it. And when they do run, they're very intentional with it. And they take advantage of the lighter boxes. Is throw. I mean, he throws with such good accuracy, touch, anticipation. And Adunze, the wide receiver, he's complimented very nice by Jalen Polk. The big concern I have with Washington's their run defense. They've shown some vulnerability in that area. And I thought Oregon was able to exploit that with some of the gap schemes and pullers that they used. But in general, like you said, the Pac-12, Bo Nix, is super athletic, uh, very good off play action. He's shown substantial growth over his college career, too, just seeing the field better. USC, Caleb Williams, I mean, a generational-type quarterback talent who, you know, Lincoln Riley has been with him a long time, and you can definitely see that chemistry. But defensively, I think that's going to be the thing to watch when these teams come to the Big Ten. How do they respond defensively? Because – uh I think teams will have some success running the ball on these defenses. They're going to have to get better fundamentally and maybe shift their approach recruiting-wise.
1: You know, Daniel, I'm glad that you brought up Caleb Williams because I got to be honest, I'm a little bit torn on him, man. I I know he's a, he's a, he's a good a quarterback, but is he a little bit overhyped? I'm a little bit concerned because I think that everybody is talking about tanking for him and like he's like mm-hmm. he. I'm not sure that I've seen that from him yet. I'm not to say I'm not saying that I wouldn't like to see him in purple, or I, w- I don't think he's going to have a good career in the National Football League. But I, I don't view him as like this once in a lifetime type quarterback.
2: Well, he's very dynamic with the ball in his hands and off platform throws, and he can make any type of, of throw that you need on the field. But He did force a few things against Notre Dame. I feel at times he tries to do a little too much where he knows he can go off script and make a lot of plays that he just needs to stay within the system. And execution wasn't there against Notre Dame. He didn't handle the pressure very well, but lethal on that play extension, you let him slide out of the pocket. I mean, watch out. And I want to see him respond better and make decisions versus pressure. When he's clean, he'll carve you. But I think, when that pressure comes, that that's when I get a little bit concerned as well. Like, how is he going to be at this next level? Will being in the right structure help him? I think so. I think the offensive systems that he would go into in the NFL, where he has all the resources around him and the play-action game and the ability to create off-script, I think uh, any team that has the right situation is going to be able to maximize him.
1: Talking to Daniel House, Gophers guru, and Vikings corner here on the Lake Show on NewsHawk 830-WCCO. Uh, in your opinion, who's the uh, the best team in the country?
2: I'm going with Michigan, and I got to see it firsthand. Without a doubt, I think they're the most complete team. Uh, I would say in the eight years I've been doing this, this is the best Big Ten team that I've evaluated. Outstanding schemes, physical, mobile, offensive line, super accurate QB on J.J. McCarthy, and then they got that one-two punch. Of Corm and Edwards in the back, at the backfield, I think their run game is the most diverse in college football. puts so much pressure on the defense because you're getting so many looks where they'll show you the zone concepts and then build in the gap stuff and get guys pulling out in space, and that just plays right into the passing game and the play action attack. They don't miss the opportunities when they have them and. Their defense is loaded. they got NFL talent everywhere. It's like a NASCAR pit stop watching those guys play. I mean, they just come in and out of the field and constantly rotate. Uh, that team is very good.
1: Who do you think right now at this particular point in the season, especially coming off of the uh, the really bad game for Caleb Williams, who, who do you think is the frontrunner for the Heisman Trophy? Do you think it's Pennix Jr.?
2: I feel like it's Pennix right now, especially when you look at the whole body of work, the type of talent he's working with, Who's been the most consistent? I mean, the, the accuracy of this guy, he's so good at selling the play fake. And I what I love about him is what I look for in these quarterbacks is can they vary the tempo of their throws? And what I mean is they're not trying to throw the ball through screen door all the time. There's times where you got to layer the ball soft. you got to throw with touch. you got to get the ball over defenders. And Penix has done that at such a high level. I look forward to really digging into the film and all 22 this offseason and go through his career because... I think he's had a unique journey with the injury, and now coming back It would be a great story if he was able to end up being the Heisman this year.
1: All right, let's get back to the Big Ten for a second, because we have a massive matchup coming up this Saturday at 11 o'clock. Uh, We've got Penn State taking on Ohio State. Um, your thoughts on that matchup, and who do you like in that game?
2: Probably most fascinated to see what Penn State does over the next month. I, I mean, you look at the matchup of Marvin Harrison and Kalen King. I mean, that's popcorn-worthy right there. That's going to be fun. And the pass rush of Penn State, Adisa, Isaac can move all over the front, blend of power and good technique, and Chop Robinson, too. That, that pass rush of Penn State, how will Ohio State handle that? That's the big matchup. Their tackles. I don't know if they're going to be able to handle this pass rush. Manny Diaz of Penn State, he's a defensive coordinator. He dials up a lot of looks and exotics. This will be the first big test for Kyle McCord, Ohio State's quarterback. And I believe Drew Aller will be the name everybody's talking about next year, Penn State's quarterback. Accurate, smooth in the pocket, looks confident, good ball placement. Hasn't thrown an interception yet, and he's just destroying blitz pressure. So... Uh, We'll see how he does against uh, a competition like Ohio State, but I think I'm taking Penn State in this game because I really believe their pass rush will be the difference.
1: All right, last thing, and then we'll let you go. You know, with the Gophers facing Iowa, it'll be interesting to see how things play out for the Gophers. But, man, I got to tell you this, and I don't know if you've been to Kinnick or not, I I definitely want to get to Kinnick at some point because, if anything, I want to see the wave to the kids in the hospital. Like, that's – to me, that's one of the coolest moments in all of college sports, in all of sports, really.
2: Absolutely. It's so cool, and you watch the opposing team go out, and they all wave up there, and everybody. It's just a common thread that brings everybody together, where it's this rivalry between Minnesota and Iowa, it's, it's one of the biggest in college football. But at that moment, everybody is rallying around the same cause, and I believe it's one of the coolest traditions in college football. In any sport, it's just I love that uh, that Iowa does that.
1: Yeah, it's super cool. Hey, Daniel, man, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Hey, fun
2: talking some ball
1: with you, man. Have a good night. All right, take care, Daniel House, Gophers Guru, Vikings Corner, joining us here on the Lake Show. All right, uh, we will take a break, and then coming back after the break, we'll get to headlines. We do that next year on the Lake Show.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy